And wax a chump like a candle dance. Caress the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid. Don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Continue to A1A. Girls were hot, wearing less than bikinis. Rock men lovers, driving Lamborghinis. Jealous, cause I'm out getting mine. Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells. Falling on the concrete real fast. Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked. Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They pass me up, could run it all the dope beans. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it.
Hey, welcome to Pop That Culture. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to more construction noise. They're mudding, Dave. You were right. I thought they were painting out there last week. They were mudding. They were mudding. And now, and now they're, they're grinding something. Making it nice now. and smooth. Mmm. Mm. It's just a little extra added ambiance for you. It's nice. It's so nice. Uh, Joe is on a fantastic vacation right now, and so we have our buddy, our pal, Mr. Podquesters himself, David, standing in for Joe Santos. I do what I can. Yeah. Now, uh, unfortunately, the one thing that Joe loves most in this world, other than his family, is Star Trek. <laughs> and, and then, of course, like, the biggest Star Trek story ever drops I while Joe's on vacation. I can only imagine what kind of space when this happens. He is somewhere just taking care of business because This he, was the reason he's on vacation. Yes, right he knew this was coming. He knew this was coming, except that it happened on Saturday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they had a big Star Trek convention on Saturday in Vegas, baby. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the CBS guys who already have a Star Trek show on their um, CBS All Access. Star Trek Beyond, I mean, And there, yeah, there's another one, too. But, um... Oh, anyway, um, I think you have to pay for Star Trek or for um, CBS All Access, which is why I haven't checked out any really? of their All Access shows. That's interesting. Yeah, like you're not slow down, CBS. You're not Netflix. Yeah. You're not any of these other. Like, you're not Hulu. Like, I can name maybe like two shows offhand, like from memory, on CBS. On CBS in general, or CBS general. All Access in general. So you've Jeez. got uh, NCIS, which my dad loves, <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, Letterman for a long time. What else do we have on CBS? I don't even know. They like procedurals. See, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Let's not forget two broke girls. Oh, is that CBS? Is that still on? I think so. Two oh. broke girls. That's whenever uh, I travel and I don't know like the channels on the hotel TV or whatever, somehow it just ends up on the channel that's running two broke girls reruns. I don't know why. It's the two broke girl channel. It's all news. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. no. Um, so anyway, so they were, they had their CBS guys out there and they're like, you know, we're going to tell you about our new all access show, but I feel like we're not the right ones to tell you. We're going to bring out Sir Patrick Stewart, Jean-Luc Picard. And he came out and the audience lost their damn mind as they should. Mm -hmm. And this is part of what he had to say to them. I have spent a lot of time recently watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Including episodes I'd never seen before, which was fun and exciting. And gradually it became clearer and clearer to me that the power of that show, the success of that show, the benefits that it gave. I have never ever grown tired of hearing from people who stop me in the street or in a restaurant. Well, no, I don't like being interrupted while I'm eating. <laughs> but um, who say to me, your show changed my life. Without Star Trek, the next generation. I might not be here. And and that lies at the very center of what I have to tell you now. Jean-Luc Picard is back. Oh my God, oh my, now listen, 
He didn't say Star Trek Next Generation is No, bad. and I'm almost certain it's not going to be Next Generation no. again. That show is my jam. I loved Star Trek Next Generation. Jean-Luc Picard was my captain. So I'm excited that Captain My Captain is back. Um, they're saying it's just the next chapter of his life, but there are no other details with that. They don't know how many episodes, they don't know when it's starting, they just know they're doing it, and he's in. That man is 78 years old, and he looks fantastic. He does. So, I mean, first of all, so flippin' sexy on Next Generation, and now he's still looking good. And Andy, you said there's a reason why he's still looking good. Because yeah, he's swimming he, uh, with his dog or something? He recently adopted a, a dog. And he loves the hell out of that dog, and he swims every day. But little known fact about Patrick Stewart, lost his hair at an extremely young age and would go to casting calls with a wig on. Patrick Stewart would like go to casting calls yeah, with a like wig a on. because he was, like, balding. <laughs> and, so, and I think, uh, I believe, uh, like, a producer, like, called him out and was like, why are you wearing this toupee? <laughs> just shave it. Just get rid so of it. So then he was like, he just embraced it. He was just a very Good young for man. him. He was like, okay. And then, then he became successful. And so. those formidable roles have him in, you know, completely bald. Yes. Xavier and, and uh, Jean-Luc Picard. And I don't know if he thought that, that no one would want him for roles or find him as attractive. I found him double attractive because of the bald head. So I loved it. And I am super excited for this. The last time that he played Jean-Luc Picard was in 2002. They had a Star Trek Nemesis movie. Yeah. Which yeah. had Tom Hardy mm. playing, like, the the bad version of, like, the bizarro version of Jean-Luc Picard, yeah. where they had some sort of link. And it's a clone. <laughs> clone. I, I mean, he was a clone, but, it was, yeah, so... <laughs> Um, but that was the last time that he uh, that he strapped on the old uh, red suit. And then somebody else pointed out too. Usually it's the red shirts in Star Trek that die, and yeah. he had it on the whole time, yeah. and he lived. The red shirts you can't kill Jean Luc Picard. That's who you send on the planet to get killed by right. that giant gorilla monster thing. So he is back. And then there was another announcement that came out at the TV Critics Association. Um, they're talking about all of their new shows, and it looks like oh, another show from CBS. Who knew? Um, they are going to do an additional season of Big Bang Theory, which we had heard that this next season, season number 12, um, was going to be the last. They said yes to 11 and 12, and then now recently they're like, you know what, let's squeeze one more season out of this moneymaker. They, yeah, it's, I, I, I understand that Big Bang is a uh, big money-making show. Yeah. I cannot stand the show. So, oh, really? At all. Like ever? N no, at no time? No. Okay. All, all those people drive me insane. Annoy you out. Especially like when it's like, oh, you're such a Sheldon, David. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want to choke you until the light is that, leaves your Is body. that what it is? It's like this kind internalized of. It's thing like, because people tell you you're like, like Sheldon? This is not geek culture. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is like this is like pop geek, and it's annoying as crap. Like, freaks and geeks did it right. <laughs> Go back to that. Why did you cancel that? Wow. I did not realize that there was like bitter sub geek cultures oh, yeah. that were like, this is bull crap and this is what Hollywood thinks geeks are, but it's not really what geeks are. You can't take us and try and make money off of us. The sad part is I know people, I know friends who find that show hilarious and are probably Listen, excited for. This show, it's just, it's still, it's not that it's been on for 12 seasons, it's that. The ratings have been solid the entire yes. time. 
That's why no they're like, they're like, all right, I guess we'll do another one from this cash cow. Why are we walking away from it? I cannot imagine what stories they could possibly have to tell. I mean, they already got to the point where they had the wedding. I'm assuming season 13 is going to be, you know, every show's Hail Mary, which is that they throw a baby in there. And that usually ruins it. That's when the show goes. Please throw a baby in there. <laughs> but have no one catch it. No. No one catch it. Um, I just, I, I've never really been a huge fan of the show, but I don't have the anger problems that David does with the show, so I think I'm okay. I don't have the anger problems that I have in general, so. Well, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and then they are going to be bringing back another show because every day we have a reboot story. This time around, they're bringing back the facts of life. Now, when I initially saw the headline, it said Leonardo DiCaprio and Jessica Biel bringing back facts of life. And I'm like, is Jessica Biel going to be Mrs. Garrett? Like, I oh, don't God. understand what she would be. And then Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of like the George Clooney, like, handyman role. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. And then I found out that, so they each have their own production companies. Oh, and okay. so both of their production companies are working on bringing back the facts of life. Her sense. production company just had a hit. Um, and it's doing a second season now, the show The Sinner. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Yeah. I would recommend it. It is dark. Dark. But it's really, really good. And she was good in it, producing and acting in it. But so they wanted to bring back the show. So I just heard this yesterday. And then I wake up this morning to find out that the actress who played Mrs. Garrett in The Facts of Life and then also on Different Strokes just passed away oh. yesterday at the age of 92. I mean, she made it for a long time. Also considering when reading the article, I found out that she had pancreatic cancer. And usually when they find that, That's like... It's fast. out pretty much the year and in. she lived another seven years. Wow. And was cancer-free with that. And then ended up finding out in her 90s that she had bone cancer. And then that was it. So is this like a full-on reboot of the characters and everything? Or is this like a continuation of the story? You know, that's a good question. I mean, I don't know if I want someone else playing Tootie no. or Joe or Blair. And really, I'm okay if someone else See, plays I Natalie, think, but... I think when they do stuff like this, they should just have it take place in the same universe. Okay. But later in the line, or like as a side thing. Like, if they want to do like a period piece of like, you know, life in the 80s as, they, as it was back then, then yeah. it's fine. But I don't think like rebooting it with new characters and stuff, replacing yeah. these characters, it's just, it's not going to work. No, no. Just like the reboot with Charmed. I, oh, yeah. I've started to see trailers for that, and it's, nope, no. thumbs down. No, thank you. Were you a big horror movie fan? Not a big horror movie fan, but I actually do like the series we're going to talk about here. In really? Yeah. Okay. Why? So we're talking about Halloween next, because they, <laughs> kind of like they're doing with the Terminator movies, they're like, erase, erase. Remember all that yeah. bowl in the middle? It's gone. That didn't. We're doing a direct sequel to the first movie, and it's coming out this fall. I think it's um, in October, which mm -hmm. would make sense. Um, but why were you such a fan of that horror movie in, in particular? Because I think it's just like, I don't know, it's a lot more like cerebral than when stuff was back then, where you have this person just like. Cerebral with the slasher movie. <laughs> I mean, he kind of brought in the slasher genre. He I did. But I just, I just like the the whole idea that it's a human and not just like this, okay. this weird like monster type thing like Jason was or like Freddy Krueger was. It's just a normal guy wearing a mask who's going around killing people. Okay, so you liked it because it was more realistic. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Well, we do have the full trailer for the new Halloween movie that's going to be coming out with Jamie Lee Curtis back 
in her uh, original role, but obviously years later. So here is the full thing, and then we have a special treat when we get back from the trailer where they did something with it that is amazing and from the 80s, but here is the new Halloween. I've waited for him. Testing one, two, three. We're on. We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello, Michael. I have something you might like to see. <laughs> Everyone in my family like turns into a nutcase this time of year. Yeah, I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? Who the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Dad, look out! The bus crashed. Mom, what bus crashed? Michael escaped. Excuse me, somebody's in here. Hello? for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out! Go home! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman. He's here! Michael! You should. Can you close the closet door? I'm I I'm not I'm you really have to hold my hand if you're taking me to a horror movie like Oh, I'm not going to go I'm not going to go go see it, but when it comes out, I will watch, watch it. Watch it at in home. your house yeah. so that you're safe and you can check all the closets. You can have all of the lights on. You can make the sure there's nobody the outside. I, yeah. I can't get over the mask. The I don't blame you. The well, mask I, is I, horrifying. It's just the fact that I know what the mask is. Oh, that you, oh, that, that pulls is, you out of it? Well, the mask is actually uh, oh, the yeah. first captain from Star Trek Space turned inside out. Yes. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, why James T. Kirk? Why am I blanking? Shatner, William Shatner, William Jesus. Shatner. It's, it's a William Shatner face. <laughs> I know. Turned inside out. So it's, now I'm just picturing William Shatner. <laughs> are, they aging, are they aging the mask as William Shatner ages, too? <laughs> yeah, I hope I so. I they have to make it a little it. bit more ruddy. Yeah. And make Michael a little bit more barrel-chested, yeah. Right. <laughs> 
I would love it if actually in this movie, which it's not going to happen because clearly we just saw the trailer, mm. if he was struggling with age problems, <laughs> where he was just like, oh, my trick knee, hold on, no, I got this, Ooh. I'm going to, I'm a knee. Got that, I'm got gonna that <laughs> tennis elbow, and I can't, <laughs> can't get that. Yes, Ooh. exactly. He's got like a strap on his arm for tennis Oh, elbow. yeah, he's got like the, the wrist guard on. I got carpal tunnel, I can't. Yes. Hold the knife oh my god old guy no, has anyone done that has anyone done uh old guy serial killer where he, like he really wants to get the job done but he's just like ah the arthritis Ew, i can't Oof. so this movie is going to be coming out on uh october 19th which w would coincide with the 40th anniversary of the original Halloween. And then back in 1981, when NBC was broadcasting Halloween on their airwaves, they had a promo for it, a really super cheesy 1981 commercial for it. So somebody, somebody took the 1981 commercial for Halloween airing on NBC, but took the footage from this new 2018 Halloween and inserted it in so that it looks like an 80s commercial, and it is perfect. It's Halloween, the night he came home, when the deepest fears are made real, when the darkest nightmares come true. When the most courageous soul cowers in the face of evil. First time on TV, the modern horror classic from John Carpenter. Parental expression advised. This film contains elements of shock and suspense. And now, Halloween, you won't be watching it alone. I love how they aged the new footage so that it looks seamless. It, it looks just it like. It takes me back to like when I felt like I was like a rebel, like watching the scary movies. Right. I kind of miss when it was like a big deal when you had to like wait for movies that were in theaters to come on network TV yeah. and to watch it. It was awesome. So definitely Halloween is scary. But we also had a scary attack that happened in Idaho. Nobody was expecting the goats. And we'll show it to you next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. 
but don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. I'm Sarah. Who are you? I think I'm David. <laughs> yes, you are. And David, why would we know you? Uh, well, I work as head of production here at New Radio Media, but uh -huh. also I am on a show called Podquesters, a comedy D&D show. Go ahead and check us out on the Geektainment channel here on New Radio Yay! Media. And then you help us put this thing together. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes they just destroy it. And just this hot ball of mess. Yes. So there were residents in West Boise, Idaho, that woke up on Friday morning. It was like seven in the morning, and they thought, "Do I hear? Do I smell? Do we have goats on our front lawn?" And the answer to that question is yes, yes, you do. In fact, hundreds of goats just taking over an entire neighborhood. Goat sanity. In, yeah. And the residents didn't know why. They were like, listen, if somebody has a couple of pets, that's one thing. Yeah. But this was hundreds of goats taking over blocks and blocks of this Idaho neighborhood. And people walked out and they were like, I'm the, are you seeing the goats? Okay, so it's not just me. Like, I'm not imagining that we have goats everywhere. And these goats destroyed their landscaping, just eating trees Ate and plants everything. and bushes and... It was crazy. So here's a little, I mean, this was big news in Idaho. This reporter was super excited. I, I don't doubt it once, one bit. So excited that he got to cover breaking news, goats in Idaho. So here's a little bit of the, uh, the news report. Well, Doug, I'm trying to stay out of the way because they're actually moving all their way down uh, the street here in this neighborhood off of Five Mile in Boise. I'll show you though, they're right now just having a nice morning snack in someone's front yard. And this has been going on for, I've been told by some neighbors, for oh, about an hour, maybe 45 minutes. And you can see that this is just a bunch of goats that showed up in this neighborhood here this morning. I talked with some neighbors. No one's exactly sure where they came from. Uh, animal control is here. They initially showed up with one truck and they realized very quickly that wasn't gonna be enough. I've tried to take count here. There's probably 75 goats, maybe a little bit more here. They're actually scattered throughout uh, this street down here in Boise. And again, no one knows exactly where they came from. Some of them do have tags on their ears, so I'm sure they'll be able to find their home pretty soon. But for now, they're just going yard to yard, eating everyone's front lawn. I talked to one neighbor who said, well, it's, it's not great, but this way I won't have to mow my lawn this morning. But Doug, we're gonna stick with this story all morning. We're gonna see exactly how this develops. <laughs> the reporter's like, we are gonna stick with this story all morning. We are gonna have goat updates up the wazoo. I'm gonna pet each and every one of these goats if it's my job. <laughs> I'm gonna put the mic in front of their little goat mouth and see if I'm they've got anything it. to say about it. Well, yeah, he probably it. would. They were going nuts on those trees. Those so, goats were having a holiday. So these goats were from a business called We Rent Goats? Yes, there was a reason. more questions. <laughs> well, so the goats were actually just doing what they're supposed to do. I love that the, they're like, let's come up with a company name. 
So we have goats, and we're going to temporarily allow people to use them to for kind money. of, uh, yeah, for money. Oh, we rent goats. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're going to call our company. Man, that takes Goat Simulator to a whole nother level, <laughs> right, Shaven? Yeah, something like that. Um, so the We Weren't Goats people, these goats were supposed to be um, taking care of weeds and brush and clearing things out around a pond somewhere else, and they actually had a fence around them, but the goats were so strong and leaning on it, they busted out of the fence, and then we're just having goat holiday where they're like, we can eat whatever we want. They knew what they were doing. They did. They knew what they were doing. 118 goats. So the animal control people showed up with their little animal control vehicle, and they're like, oh, snap, there's way more goats than we can handle with You're this like, car. I need backup. There's goats everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so finally, they I don't know how they figured it out, but they, the We Rent Goats people are like, oh. <laughs> when they saw it on the news, they're like, those are probably Ooh. ours. And they showed up with their huge trailer, packed up all the goats. And, uh, yeah, they were in the big trouble because the residents were not so happy with the. I wonder if they're going to have to pay for all Those that damage. Those plants aren't cheap. Everything that they're eating yeah. is not cheap to replace. So. I believe it, yeah. Hostas aren't cheap, people. Mm. You know what else isn't cheap? Buying the original Brady Bunch house. <laughs> we... Ridiculous concept, if you think about it. The whole thing is crazy. So I, it was either last week or the week before we talked about the fact that it was for sale. Yeah. And they only ever used it for the exterior shots. The interior of that house is nothing like what Mike, Mike Brady designed. Like and it was, in, it was in someone's family for a while. Yeah. And they passed away, unfortunately. And the kids were like, I don't want this. They're like, oh, let's make me. some money. And so, you know, at least, you know, 30 or 40 people would, a day would drive past this house and take a picture of it. And so I was sad to learn that there was a possibility that someone was going to buy it and knock it down so that they could rebuild some more expensive piece of uh, property there. And then come to find out there was somebody who wanted to restore it to its full Brady Bunch glory. And that is InSync member Lance Bass. Such a... <laughs> Such a weird person to take up the reins on that. He's weird with his money. Um, he was the one who was going to be an astronaut. Yes, he was the one who wanted to go into space. He with the Virgin uh, Atlantic. Virgin Galactic, I think they were yeah, calling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to be one of the first uh, regular citizens to go on the trip into space when that was going to be a thing. But then they turned him down. And then Thursday night, like into Friday, he basically was told, like, yeah, your bid is the highest bid. You're the winning bid. You've got the house. He's celebrating with his friends. He's like, I'm going to redo it so the staircase and everything looks just like the show. And he was popping champagne or whatever. And then the next morning, they're like, oh, actually, there's still three bids on the table. <laughs> and then come to find out, some Hollywood studio is the one that's ending up with the Brady Bunch house. Oh. He does not get it. He feels like he was used just to drive up the price. Oh. And he was, I mean, literally just all over social media, like, Bash, I angry. got the Brady Bunch house. And now he is, so I saw a little bit of um, the Ryan and Kelly show this morning, or Kelly, Ripa, and Ryan, whatever. And he, because he was in music radio, um, uh, Ryan Seacrest was like, oh, hey, can you come on the show and talk about the fact that you lost out on the Brady Bunch house? And he's like, no, I am too emotional. I am oh, wow. too emotional and upset 
that I thought that it was in my possession and this whole thing is shady AF and I, I think am not he really just talk about it. Loved the Brady Bunch and wanted to live in like a Brady Bunch house. I think he actually like had his heart set on that, you know? I I get it. If there was a TV show from your childhood where you could live in their either uh, you know, business place or their home, which would it be? The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. interesting. They actually you made like a Simpsons couch. house like a long time ago. <laughs> And like you could enter a chance to win it, and somebody won it, but they're like, I don't want the house, just give me the money. Hmm. And so the house just sat dormant for like years until they just remade it into a new house. Interesting. Very sad. Very, very sad. All right, when we get back on Pop That Culture, I'm going to break your heart again because I'm going to debunk an urban legend from childhood that has to do with Tootsie Pops. And we'll tell you all about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Pop that culture. Ooh, we do have something that's very James Bondian, very international, from Russia with love, coming up in just a few minutes that has to do with a very uh, unlikely source. Very ridiculous. I would say. (laughs) Yes. But uh, this next story was weird for me for a couple of reasons, because I never heard this urban legend in my life. Yeah, this was a new one to me. And uh, also, because it's not true. So I love Tootsie Pops. I know they're controversial. Some people are more blow pops. <laughs> the, the sucker controversy? There is. There's a Some, new one to me, too. There are people who like the blow pops and not the Tootsie Pops, but I am a Tootsie Pop girl. Oh, no, if I had my drillers, it would be blow pop. 
I can't. Some I don't like sissy hella, rolls. So again, <laughs> the fake chocolate just doesn't appeal to me. What? You just fell right into my trap because it's exactly <laughs> what everyone says. I'm like, ooh, the chocolate's so gross. Whatever. They're delicious. But I never really paid that much attention to the wrapper other than the fact that it said Tootsie Pop and what color I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I didn't look that closely at all the artwork going on there. I had no idea ever, really, that there were people riding bikes or yeah, doing other... doing random stuff. And know, then there's an Indian, American Indian chief uh, shooting a bow and arrow yeah. with a star on the end of it. As, <clears> as is your want. Sure. I also didn't realize that these were started in 1931. That's some old-ass candy. They're um, probably all made during that. <laughs> Uh, so there was apparently an urban legend that if you get a wrapper that has the Native American shooting the bow and arrow with the star on it, that you can take it into, I don't know where, if it's a regular store or like the Tootsie Pop uh, yeah, headquarters. Exactly. We traded those in school. Those were like currency when I was in elementary Because you thought you would get free candy. you thought you'd get free candy. And, and it's then, but not true. But through, like, where do you take it? Exactly. Where do we go? Is there like a major Tootsie Pop headquarters? Do my parents have to drive me? It's like Willy or, Wonka and you yeah. go to Tootsie Roll factory and you get made into a Tootsie Pop. Or can we just get on our bikes and ride to the corner store and, and get some free candy from the guy there? So apparently for years, I mean, listen, you couldn't really check up on it before the internet, I guess. No, it was word of mouth. <laughs> kids thought that this rapper would get you free candy, but like one in every four to six rappers has this guy on it. So it's not like it's that rare. No that it should get you anything free. And the Tootsie Pop people want everybody to know, BuzzFeed, I guess, just did a big um, interview with them. They're like, mm, no, it's not gonna get you anything free. We do feel like it's a sign of good luck and good things to come, but we're not giving you free Tootsie Pops. I'm so sorry. So I was reading this and there is a, there is a silver line to this, is that if you're like a young kid and you walk into like a penny candy store, mm -hmm. they'll usually give you a, a, a free, free Tootsie, Tootsie Pop, Pop? Yeah. with this wrapper? If, if, I mean, me doing it, no. They're not going to, like, <laughs> you know better. But if you're, like, a little kid and you're like, yeah, you're going to get a Tootsie Pop, they'll, they'll usually give you a Tootsie okay. Pop. Okay, all right. So, we, should, we should try that as an experiment. We, I should don't, get, we should get Jonah, and we should get Jonah to do it, and then it, if he's successful, and then David send David behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right behind. He got one. What about me? Age bias. Why can't I have it? Tootsie yes, pop. but you need to dress like a child when we yeah, send you exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> I'll make it so I like, look on two kids together sitting at the top. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you need that. Oh, this is exciting. I'm glad it's going to happen. So today we have fantastic David filling in for Joe, who is on vacation. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, this wasn't a vacation. He had to take time off a while ago because his son was having an operation, mm -hmm. his little baby, baby boy. And Everything's had, good. Everything's good with him. Yeah. He's, he's healthy. He's, he's, he's fine. Thumbs up, yay, all right. It was scary though. Yeah. And he had a bunch of celebrity friends that were like, do, do what you have to do. I will fill in for you, no problem. Stay away as long as you Which have to really do cool. for your boy. Yeah. So um, one of the people who filled in, and this was around Halloween time, was um, Dave Grohl. And he actually dressed up as David Letterman when he filled in, and it was spot on. He looked he had like the swarm of bees, like big white David Letterman beard going, but oh, he looked man. just like Letterman. So he filled in on that show and he got to perform with Alice Cooper on that show. And Alice Cooper does the thing with the guillotine where he cuts a head off. So props made a prop head of Dave Grohl's head um, so they could do the chopping thing. 
and he came back as a guest on Friday for Jimmy Kimmel, and Kimmel wanted to say thank you, and Dave Grohl was like, no, no, thank you, I brought you a gift. I didn't even see that. Yeah, okay, what is that? Right oh, there. thank you very much. That's just to say thank you oh, for letting thank me, thank uh, me thank you. be on the show. What is this? That's... Is it Han Solo's jacket? Unfortunately not. <laughs> That's... Oh, my God. <laughs> what is your head? Yeah, he chopped it off on in the guillotine he on did. the show. And then I took it home, uh -huh. and I scared my kids with it. <laughs> I scared the housekeeper with it. And it got to the point where it was like, I got to get this thing out of my house. <laughs> well, thank you. I, boy, wow, this yeah. is... You know what I'm going to do with this? I think I'm going to give this to my mom. <laughs> okay. Good idea. Well, thank you very much for your head. I've right, never right. had a guest give me his head before. This is very exciting. I can you, make jokes, but I won't. Tell me about Cal Jam uh, 18. This is because I love this story because it's a... Um, <laughs> this is disturbing. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> so where's a proper place to put your head? I don't want to put it under the desk. No, don't put it down. <laughs> put it in my lap or no? Yeah. Um, this is a concert... <laughs> I like how he immediately sidesteps the obvious joke. He's like, mm, not gonna do it. <laughs> He's like, no, nope, I, no, my kids no, are watching. No, nope. no. Nope. Oh, he'll do dirty jokes, but uh, I don't think he wanted to have the Grohl head anywhere it wasn't supposed to be. Um, we, when we came back from break, we were talking about this crazy international story. I, I don't know what is going on in this world, but this is pretty typical, actually. The, well, what they use as ambassadors for different countries, but this is just ridiculous. Uh, Steven Seagal, action star Steven Seagal, has been appointed Russian Special Envoy to improve U.S. relations. Like he, I also didn't remember that he had recently become a Russian citizen. He was born really? in Lansing, Michigan. Like he's from our state. Jeez. But in 2016, he like did a whole thing where he signed his passport. He even had his buddy, his pal Putin, with him or whatever. Like I don't know what happened. I don't know how Steven Seagal and uh, Putin became friends, but they are. And he is buddy buddy with Russia, and now he's a Russian citizen. So now, and this is according to the Russian Foreign Ministry, which they announced it on their Facebook page, so you know it's official. He is a special representative for the Russian government to promote Russian-American humanitarian ties. Russian knows all about Facebook, don't they? No, yes, they yeah. do. They're very good with Facebook. You are yeah. correct. So when we need to fix things with North Korea and Kim Jong-un, we call in Dennis That's Rodman. Robin. There we go. And when we want to figure out what's going on between the United States and Russia, you get Steven Seagal in there. You know both of these people are from a very specific point in time that yeah. was just like insanity in like basketball and like action movies. And now they're doing this. They're, they're envoys, special envoys to these big like uh, powers in the, yeah. in the world. What's going on? I don't know. What is going on? I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like it's the plot of one of his movies kind <laughs> of. But it's not. It's That's what real. it is. They need action movies over in Russia. So he's like, I'm not getting any work over here. So I'm going to Russia. He's like, nobody cares some... about my... Did he cut the ponytail? Am I... Is he of short hair now? I, I can't totally tell. I think totally he cut tell. the ponytail. Did he borrow one of Patrick Stewart's old toupees? Because that hair is <laughs> yes. looking... It's pretty, looking pretty glued on. Pretty, yes. Unrealistic there. We're living in idiocracy right now. Yeah. It kind of, like... Because who else from that sort of like action movie time period would be a good ambassador at this point for 
um, some scary dictatorship powers. What about me, the government? Right? Go. Yeah. Schwarzenegger? Here's my resume. <laughs> bring back, bring yeah, back. What do you put on the resume for that? It's an unpaid position for Seagal. He's just doing this because he wants to do it. But, um, do I'm just like sitting up for the craft services. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you I'm guys have hungry. snacks? I will do anything. Honestly, Cheetos, I'm in. Um, do they have uh, anything for Bruce Willis to do? Because I feel like... <laughs> He's kind of of it, although he's cooler than Seagal. He's still getting paid work, though. Like, yeah. He's still getting, like, jobs. No, you're right. And actually, even Schwarzenegger's still got things to yes. do. So, I mean, we've got to, uh... oh, Van Damme! Van Damme. Oh, yeah, the last thing he did was that split thing. And after you're that, right, he's... you're right. And I've seen him in a couple of commercials for different things, but I bet Van Damme would love to be an ambassador. For what's I can a, what's, a, what's, like, a scary power uh, somebody that he could do? Hmm. Like, does he want to work for, like, Iran or Iraq or something? Ooh, or? there we go. Throw him in the Middle East somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we've got it all covered. They can do all Mesopotamia. There we go. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, somebody who is also kind of from that time and went through some rough stuff was Val Kilmer. Um, he is, of course, going to be in the next um, Top Gun movie that they started shooting. Do you like the caricature? Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> he's got giant shoes. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got the fly <laughs> right got there. They got the lips right, though. Um, so he's super excited that he's working on Top Gun 2, um, and he actually is somebody who they made fun of him for a while because he played Batman, and then he started gaining weight sort of inexplicably, and there were pictures of him on the beach in um, like a wetsuit after he'd been surfing, and they said he looked oh, like a beached whale. It was bad. And it was Fat Man instead of Batman, and so he was super heavy. And then he got really, really, really skinny. And he didn't admit to people until recently that it was because he had throat cancer yeah, yeah, why he, he was, was getting so skinny. Yeah. So a fan posted this fan art caricature, and then at Val Kilmered him. Mm. They added him. Don't at me, bro. And they asked him what he thought of uh, the fan art. And he actually responded to it, and he's like, well... I'm not fat anymore, and I don't smoke. So <laughs> <laughs> he was like bummed out that that's. I'm sure this is what the basis of the drawing was, though, right? It's like, pretty close, yeah. This this same shirt and everything. Also, he's wearing black nail polish, which is interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like black or like dark purple. Yeah, but poor Val Kilmer, just trying to move on and live his life, and the people are still drawing him in the fat man it's stage. Like, I can't enjoy a smoke anymore. <laughs> Doctor's orders. Um, over the weekend, we had Football Hall of Fame inductees, and everybody's giving speeches, including Ray Lewis, whose speech went on for 33 minutes. He had a lot Does to he say. Does he deserve 33 minutes? He had a lot to say. He was doing his dance. I mean, he was talking about everything that's going on in the world. But the thing that most people are pointing out is when he talked about his kids and how he still kisses them on the mouth. And then the cameras cut to reaction shots from his kids who are like high school slash college age, mm. and they were not having it. That's why I'm still kissing you in the mouth. Yeah, I kiss all my kids in the mouth. Don't hate. Don't hate. Stay with me now. Don't hate now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Some, you know, my son's trying to get this. His kids are like, no. So immediately. No, just. No. Don't even, like, here, here, we'll hug it out, but don't, not right on the mouth, Dad. That is super embarrassing. All right, when we get back on Pop That Culture, we have a couple things to take care of, including one of the cutest videos of dogs you've seen in a long time. Who doesn't love a cute dog video? Come back for Pop That Culture.
Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. But first, Taylor Swift is on tour, and a lot of artists will do this when they go. Um, sometimes it'll be from country to country or from city to city. If there's a particular um, artist from that area that is also famous, they'll see if they can kind of pull yeah. them on for like a little cameo. Oh, yeah. I like the city. Yeah. yeah. So she was in Toronto over the weekend, and <laughs> she thought, you know who the kids would like to see? You know what the teens... I know where I go to Tay Tay's concerts for. <laughs> the teens and the tweens and all of the people that are in love with my music. You know who they would love for me? If I'm going to bring somebody from Canada on stage with me, it's going to be Brian Adams, kids. Brian Adams. It could have been so many Singing like, about a song from 1969. Yes. <laughs> the summer of 69. But I mean... Almost we... 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was geeking, like, she lost her damn mind. She posted so much on social media about, like, this might have been her favorite thing ever. It was, like, a totally last-minute pull. And Brian Adams was like, sure, what am I doing? All right, I'll come out on stage. I'll do this song with you. So here is the duet of Taylor Swift and Brian Adams' Summer of 69.
really good. He mm -hmm. looked good. He sounded good. He, we don't know how old he actually is, but he is. Are you gonna, you gonna check it? I'm on it. You're on it. All right. How Adam's watch 2018. <laughs> but he looked, uh, he's looked the same for a long time. So I don't know what moisturizer he's using or what workout regimen he's on. But we need to get on the Brian Adams train so we can all look as good as he, well preserved. The newest from Avon, Brian Adams. <laughs> Brian Adams is only 58 years old and uses Dove moisturizer. <laughs> Thank you for the inside info on that. I fully appreciate it. On Saturday, one of the cutest championships ever took place, and that is the Dog Surfing Championship. I love it. In California, of course, mm -hmm. and they have it every year. I saw some people were kind of bummed because there was no live streaming of it, and oh, they really wanted to watch yeah. it like as it was happening. That's pretty bummed. Yeah. yeah. But these dogs, so they have the little dog, medium dog, big dog um, categories for them all to compete in. Weight classes for dogs. Yes, dog <laughs> different dog weight sure. classes. And some of them, it's just the dog by himself. Sometimes the owner is on there with them. But um, the first dog you're going to see in this clip, I believe, was the winner of the big dog category. And how could he not be? Because he's a sweet mohawk. So here is the World Dog Surfing Championships. We're at the World Dog Surfing Championship here in San Francisco at Lindemar Beach. We're going to surf today in the large dog competition and hopefully put a lot of smiles on people's faces. surfing for three years. This is her third season. I took her on paddle boarding and then threw her on a surfboard and lo and behold there she was. She balanced and took off. So. <laughs> The pug's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Just holding it up cutie. like, da da Like, it's uh, Simba. All the animals bow to him. Exactly. You know what that dog was thinking? I just, where's my treat? Where's exactly. My treat? I, don't, I don't care about any of this. Give me my Scary treat. water, please stop. Would you try and teach your bunnies how to surf? No. No, never. We never plunk them on it and then no, shove them out in the water. Them. Now, however, you uh, are already married and Andy's already married, but... Uh, would I you? Am? Oh, sorry. No, I am. <laughs> uh, would you involve your animals in the ceremony? I wish we had our dog or our rabbits. Well, we had a rabbit then, but our rabbit was part of the uh, before ceremony part, like when she was getting ready. We oh, did, like, that's pictures cute. And, everything, and, and our, our old rabbit uh, gadget was part of that. So. I like that. Um, would you? You got your dogs after you got married, right? Yeah, we got yeah. our dogs after we were married. If we had them before. Hundred percent. Yeah. Same here. So there was this really cute Illinois couple that wanted their dog to be involved in the ceremony, and they had the dog, you know, sort of like next to the best man, like waiting for the bride as she comes down the aisle. And the dog was totally behaving itself before the ceremony. And then the minute he saw mom, and she walked down the aisle, like wanted to come over and say hi to her or whatever. And then the dog did what you will see in this next picture for most of the rest of the ceremony. 
just just, just I mean just getting down and dirty excited as freaking all freaking out <laughs> it's like everybody's getting married I'm so excited and so this dog uh, picture has now been posted over like 50,000 times going super viral and the uh, the couple was so thankful that their wedding photographer was actually able to capture that's a really good photo I know just like action shot happening and that's oh, that's so sweet. And the yeah, he got a little doggy dance. All right, we are wrapping it up for today, and we are going to hand it off to one Mr. Craig Folly, and then tomorrow, because Joe is still on vacation, mystery guest. We'll see you on Tuesday on Pop That Culture.